of Internet. My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarice. We get Nerdy Nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. That is right. Welcome back to another edition of the Nightly Morning Show. A return. <laughs> another return of this show. Uh, we've True. been off for, uh, we missed three episodes. Uh, one because, uh, the first one because we lost power that morning oh, and we couldn't broadcast. right. I forgot about that. And I had done all the work. Like, I had everything ready. I had all my stream deck buttons ready. We were, like, good to go. Yeah, and it was, like, ten minutes before. Yeah, and, and just, the power just went out. No we power. Like, cool. And then we were in L.A. And then we were in L.A. for two we were weeks. We are on vacation slash honeymoon slash work trip. Yeah, and so I wanted to ask the question that I think um, we always start with, which is, how you doing, Clarus? I'm good. I'm tired. Sorry, there's people outside our window that threw me yeah, off. Yeah, I was like, what? I, I heard, like, squeaking, and I was like, what? Um, you're tired. Yeah. Why? It was a vacation, but it was, like, a busy vacation, you it was, know? It was a vacation in the back half. But even still, we our days were very full. Well, and that's the fun thing about theme parks, right? Like, I really <laughs> loved... I, I love the experience of a theme park, right? I love Disney. I love Universal. Mm -hmm. But doing three theme parks in five days, three, three, three full three, three full theme park days in five days yeah. is exhausting. Mm -hmm. Especially Disney. That like 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. schedule is kind of yeah. nuts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was great. Oh, awesome. But yeah. like, and then with all the like travel stuff getting home, I was mm -hmm. just like, nope. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. it's like, I need to nap for, like, a week. Yeah. I think one of the things I love most about theme parks right now is that so much of it is just nerd culture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you know, we were in Disneyland, and I'm like, all right, so we're just going to go hang out with the Star Wars stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. I think we spent most of our time there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, with both lightsabers. Uh, I want to say a big hello to everyone in our chat who's here live. Blue, Rock Mage, Terrence, good morning. The Nightly Morning Show does return, and we're back. Uh, we're going to talk some news. We're going to talk shenanigans. We're going to talk the world of entertainment, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Uh, but we have a title story today. Um, we have an interesting title story today, uh, which is that Zack Snyder's Justice League is getting screwed again. Um and this one is fun, but if you look down on the screen, you see Cabello crushing Spiderman? I don't know what Cabello... Camila Cabello okay. is a famous person oh. who you are not familiar with. No, and I... And I know you're not familiar with because I'm not familiar with them. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, but Ca I think it's Camila Cabello, I, or it's Camilla Cabello. I, I, I don't know. I might be pronouncing her name wrong. If I am, I'm sorry, but you're very rich, and I don't think you care. Um... <laughs> I would be shocked if she was like, this small YouTube show got my name wrong. How dare. Uh, but uh, Camilla Cabello is the star of Amazon's, uh, Sony's uh, movie, Cinderella, uh, which they offloaded onto Amazon. Also starring in that movie is uh, one of my favorites, Adina Menzel. Mm -hmm. And because it is a movie musical, James Corden in the movie. I know that's shocking. Uh, but of course. The, the reason this all came about is that a couple of months ago, or maybe even it was only a month ago, the Oscars announced that they were going to have a new Oscar this year. That wasn't a real Oscar, but um, in the wake of Spider-Man No Way Home not getting nominated for Best Picture uh -huh. and the outrage around that, mm -hmm. the Oscars were like, well, we're going to let the fans have a fan favorite movie. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> 
And so if you go on Twitter, you can vote like 20 times a day or some right, right, crazy right. nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I did see that. You can choose the fan favorite Oscar film of the year. And so I think that the the general consensus was, oh, Spider-Man is going to win that. Right. How could Spider-Man No Way Home not win the fan favorite Oscar? But it's not. It's not even close. Really? Yeah, it's not even close. Camille Cabello's Cinderella is dominating this. Is that the... I I feel like I need to know who this is. Because I, I, I feel like I'm getting it confused with something else. Cinderella. Yep. Okay, I love democracy. I love the Republic. So what's fun about this, though, is that Camila Cabello's um, Cinderella isn't actually winning this. If uh-huh. you were to just go by the raw tweets, right? Oh, okay. The actual movie winning this is Zack Snyder's Justice League. But for some reason, Zack Snyder's Justice League isn't eligible. And so... Because it's trash. Sorry. <laughs> I, I like it. You I know. don't. I know. <laughs> You're Give so aggressive. Either. I know. Um, so Zack Snyder's Justice League is getting infinitely more tweets than any other film. Like by a large margin. It's like Zack Snyder's Justice League is out of frame. Then Camilla Cabello's Cinderella's here. And then Spider-Man's here. And then everything else is below that. And... It's bots. And so I, I made the title of this video, Zack Snyder's Justice League is getting screwed again, because they should win this award uh-huh. based if you go based on the numbers. And it is so odd to me that there's some weird arbitrary reason why that movie doesn't count. Yeah, and why, I haven't been able to figure it out. Why, I haven't been able to find the reason. You have? Okay. Yeah. What? what? Yeah, like... Oh, man. Um, That's... Is it because... It's a recut? Like, I just, that... I don't know. At first, I was like, oh, it might be... Maybe it's because it's a streaming um, movie, but Cinderella was a streaming movie on Amazon Prime. Yeah. So, like, that doesn't make a difference to me. Did that not go to theaters? I thought... Um, Oh, Caleb Richardson is saying apparently it's not eligible due to it being a director's cut of a previously released film. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's tough then because it's, like... Is it? Hmm. I just yeah, think it's odd I because I would not say that Zack Snyder's Justice League is the director's cut of a previously released film. I would say that Joss Whedon's Justice League is a director's cut of an unreleased film. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it goes the other way. Well, but here's Zack the Snyder's problem. Justice League is the original. No, but here's the problem. That, that movie would never be the movie that we got. Because he would have had to deal with all the producers and the time constraints. Like, he well, and never yeah, they, they reshot to, a lot of stuff for the. the yeah, movie. he would never have been allowed to release what we got as Zack Snyder's Justice League. There's mm-hmm. absolutely no way, and that movie will never exist because we'll never know. Um. Okay. So here's my question to you: Do you think that Camila Cabello's her name to me? I've never. I don't think I've ever actually heard it pronounced. So I'm trying to get it right. But, like, the double L's in both the first name and the last name throw me off so hard. Because I think it's Camila Cabello. No, it's only one L in the first. I, yeah, but I think it's Camila Cabello. Okay. But I keep saying Camila Cabello. I'm, I'm, I'm messed up. Um, I think that, like, I, I here's my question to you. Do you think that her Cinderella movie is winning this because there is an army of her fans who just want her to win? Or is it a troll because of the like clips from that movie that have gone viral where maybe she's not in tune 
Like, is this are, is this people being oh, mean? Oh, really? I haven't seen anything from this movie. I, like, you have seen the one clip where, like, it's, like, Adina Menzel singing, and then it cuts to Camille Cabello, because I've shown you this TikTok. Oh. And it cuts to Camille Cabello, and she is just not... And, like, the TikTok is literally a girl being like, how did the editors allow this to... Uh, you really didn't have another take? It's definitely a <clears> troll. <throat> like, it, it, oh, God. For, like, it's, yeah. But look, I, th- this is going to be, like, a little bit judgy. But the fans of the Snyder Cut seem like the people, the, the type of people who would, like, um, create, like, Twitch bots to, like, follow bot you. So I feel like they've created yeah, Twitter bots <laughs> to, like, to push, so you, to you, spam. You think it's the Snyder Cut people not wanting Spider-Man to win? Uh, no, I, I, I mean, I think it's just, like, them, like, like this is how dumb this is like oh it's incredibly dumb you want to know the last time the oscars tried to do this wasn't it like three or four years ago uh was black panther 2017 so the year that black panther was uh out the oscars put up uh black panther did not get nominated um or 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 maybe got nominated but people didn't think it was going to win and so the Oscars announced this fan vote thing that they mm. were going to do because everyone thought, well, Black Panther should have been. You Obviously. Know. And so the it was mocked so relentlessly that the Oscars pulled it before the Oscars, and it, it never happened. And it is shocking like, to me. Let's try it again. Yeah, they're like, let's just do the same thing all over again. Why? Like, wow. Oh my god. Unfortunately, um, unfortunately, chat, Winter Dragon is neither a movie, neither did it come out this year. But um, I would love if, if I if I would love if someone made a Twitter bot and it won. Winter Dragon. And so many people would be like, what is it? It's what an, is Winter Dragon? Uh, it's a failed pilot that aired during an infomercial slot in 2016. Yeah, good times. Good times. Yeah, no, this is the Oscars desperately trying to remain relevant when nobody really cares anymore. No, and like... I, I say that as someone who used to watch the Oscars. Like, the Oscars used to matter to me. Yeah, all of those award shows. Like, you know, even if you weren't, like, um, like diehard into them, they were still, like, kind of on. Mm-hmm. When you went out, you know, they were on at, like, the salon or they were on at, like, the house. So even if nobody was really watching it, they are like, you know, it was still, like... People were still checking in, and mm-hmm. now, yeah, nobody cares. Well, and I think what's weird about it is the problem of the Oscar movie, right? And, and this idea that, like, certain kinds of movies are worthy of praise and others aren't. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I, like, I, there is an Oscar bait. Like, Yeah, and, and honestly, like, I'll, I'll watch some Oscar movies, and I'm I get that they're good, but they're no better to me than the kinds of movies that are never considered. There, there are some yeah. sci-fi films that I just are like, this is just arguably better filmmaking. It's incredible yeah. what's been accomplished here. But because it's genre, well, no, but that that it's too much fun to watch that movie. And I'm like, well, that the what's weird to me is that the Oscars have delivered this message to people that they are an award ceremony for like tragedy and sadness. Yeah. And that if a movie is so good because it is a uniquely enjoyable experience that transforms and changes people's lives by bringing them joy mm-hmm. that is not worthy of praise yeah and that to me is such a flawed way of viewing the world yeah and i think that the oscars are really struggling against the fact that there are really good really good movies being made that are not for elderly white men and they don't know what to do with them yeah, I like I, I the I, the Oscars kind of lost all meaning to me when Leo Leonardo DiCaprio won for The Revenant. 
Okay, but I that knew was a, it was going to happen. Yeah, no, but that was a, but that, that, that is, is a career most, Oscar. No, no, that is a mo the most Oscar baity movie you've ever seen in your life. But he barely speaks. He's like hurt the whole time, and he has to like get through things that he he literally should be dead, and he's not. Whereas his that's performance, a true story. I know it is. It's a true. I'm just saying. I know it is, but like I don't think watching some guy like struggle and moan and grunt for three hours is as interesting as Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, sure, sure, but that's like, what I mean by it's a career Oscar. That. The, um, Denzel Washington got the same thing, right? Yeah, I just I, that's what I mean. I I can't take it seriously. Denzel Washington had better performances before he won his first Oscar, and he it, it, obviously Denzel Washington has given better performances since and. Honestly, might win again for the tragedy of Macbeth, right? Like Denzel Washington is one of the best writer, actor, directors in Hollywood at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still can't believe his fences didn't get more awards because I thought that movie was literally perfect. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, I am I, I am of the mind that the Oscars are can going to just continual continually struggle in viewership forever, and I yeah. don't see how they could bring it back without changing their format yeah. and changing their format devalues the oscars right like the oscars uh the oscars have to keep up this idea that they're the most prestigious award show and i just don't see how they could possibly do that moving forward and also bring in a younger audience that doesn't give a shit about prestige no like our generation and younger the the luster of prestige is lost on us we like clout we like you know we like viral moments we like the you know the kinds of stuff that happens at the golden globes because everyone's drunk and obviously like no golden globes this year because the hollywood foreign press association needs to you know figure out a lot of oh stuff. Oh my God, there's so much. Yeah. Like, um, but you know, I, I really, I just, I, I, the Oscars are going to continue to struggle and they're going to flounder with things like the fan vote. And when Camilla Cabello's, Camilla Cabello's, God damn it. When, her, <laughs> it's not her fault. It's mine. I promise you it's mine. <laughs> uh, when her Cinderella wins the fan vote of the year Oscar for a movie that did not get good reviews, was not widely seen. It's going to be a joke. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a joke. Yeah. And that's not and that's not me digging on the movie or on Camila Cabello, but to say that like that is the most fan favorited movie of the year when Spider-Man is the number 3 domestic movie of all time. Yeah. Like it's just it, it is a joke, right? It and is. The, it it just doesn't make any sense. Oh yeah. And so, sure. I don't know. I agree <clears throat> with Rock Mage. I think that if they added like the the slime thing where like if you won, you got your award, but you also got dunked in a bucket of slime. You have no idea how much I want to see Helen Mirren get slimed. Oh, fantastic. That would see that that I would watch. That I would yeah. watch. And that's the thing is it's too like up its own ass. Yeah. It's too hoity toity. Like and no one knows how to have fun. And that's why I love watching Ricky Gervais just make fun of rich people. Oh. Because yeah. like it because it's it's true. And like he like and <clears throat> he knows it and they know it. And the people who are like <laughs> about it are so disconnected and it's the people who are able to like laugh at themselves and understand what's going on. Like that they, the real MVPs, you know? Yeah. And I, 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 you know, I, I still enjoy award shows, but the Oscars to me is the one that has become the least fun to watch. I, yeah. I here's the thing. I, I don't want to say that I hate award shows because I love award shows because I like taking time every year to sit down and celebrate the year in entertainment that was created by incredible people. The right? problem is that those award shows are for the elite and the elite only, right? I don't be- I don't agree with that though. I think like the Tony Awards does a really good job of celebrating the best of Broadway while also having a regional theater that's brought that. up and given an award every year by having a, a a teacher. 
Like there's always a teacher, uh, some arts teacher somewhere in the country who's featured for their incredible mm-hmm. um, dedication to their students. Like, and, and I think it's why I love the Tonys so much is because the community gets celebrated um, more so than a thing than like the Oscars, where it really is about like only these kinds of movies. Yeah, but here's the thing: I would watch the Tonys before I watch anything else. Oh, a hundred percent. But like, I would also watch the Grammys. But well, the Grammys is complicated too. But it's it's tough. But I just I like the idea of taking time to celebrate the past year. I just think that the Oscars have the 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 version of the movie industry that the Oscars are celebrating doesn't exist anymore. And I don't think the Oscars have done a good job adapting to what the modern movie landscape looks like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that like that what people care about is not what is being celebrated. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they're just going to get left in the dust if they don't do some like serious reformatting. And there are a lot of people, like, there. there's always a story every year about something that should have won this or that, or that should have been at least been nominated or mentioned or something. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always somebody that gets snuffed, and, like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. how do you make that fair Especially at the Emmys, when mm. Emily in Paris gets nominated. Um, <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> let's move on to our next story, because I think we talked that one to death. Uh-huh. Um, I wish Zack Snyder's Justice League could win. I think that would be a really nice moment for that fan base if they could win an Oscar. I don't. I know. Spider-Man was but that's, so much but better. I, I know, but it, if it's going to be a Twitter vote thing, it should go to the movie that only happened because of Twitter and, and, and a fan base's dedication to it on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if any movie should win that award based on Twitter votes, the, the, the Snyder Cut family, or whatever they call themselves, the Snyder Cut crew... They deserve that award because that movie happened because of their dedication on Twitter. Whether you like the movie or not, it doesn't matter to me, right? They love it. And I like it. I enjoyed the movie. I've seen it twice. Like, I, 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 you know, I have my feelings about it. We've talked about it many times. But, like, no matter what your opinion is on the film, the fan base that made the movie happen by being so dedicated to Twitter... They deserve that win. And I, I, I get that it is a recut, but it's not a recut. It is the original movie. And it, this was, it was finally released. And I don't know. I just think that that should, they, that should be celebrated. Like I said about celebrating the community of entertainment. The Snyder Cut thing is a phenomenon that has never really happened before. The only thing almost close is the Sonic redesign. And I think that that's worthy of praise, that these people came together and got the movie that they made wanted by a studio that did not want to make it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. an impressive thing. Yep. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I, you know, I think that that's fair. Uh, moving on to some other news. Uh, this one's going to be a quick little story, but Stranger Things 4, the fourth season of the uh, Duffer Brothers Incredible Netflix series, is uh, finally got a date. Uh, Along with some interesting news, Stranger Things 4 will be coming at the end of May, that final week of May. It's going to premiere. Like this May? Yeah. Whoa, that's so soon. No, it's been two years since the last season. I just mean, like, I feel like things usually have a date, like, a year in advance, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Movies do, but television shows typically don't. We only just found out about the Moon Knight date, and that's next month. True. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Stranger Things 4 is going to be premiering in May, and uh, that came with the news that... uh, some interesting quotes from the Duffer Brothers. Uh, the first interesting quote is that this season is double the length of previous seasons, but it only has nine episodes. And so there is some speculation that the episodes of this season might be like movie length episodes. It might be nine movies, movie length episodes of television. Um, 
Or they've overestimated. Maybe uh, people are saying it might also just be that they're like exaggerated a little an hour bit. and a half episodes. Yeah. Um, and that it's exaggerated a little bit. Uh, it's also with the news that uh, season five is going to be the final season. And by the end of this section, we are going to kind of see where it's headed. And we're going to see what kind of the end game of Stranger Things is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You've seen one season of Stranger Things. Yes. Do you have any like excitement about finishing it? About continuing from where you left off? Okay, mm-hmm. that's weird. Uh, I really enjoyed season one. Um, and then, like, life just got in the way of me continuing to watch it. And I just, like, feel really behind now. It's only two seasons. It's, like, like yeah, 16 I, I know episodes. It's two, yeah, but, like, I don't know. Because here's the thing. I didn't hear much about... I heard Stranger Things season two was really good. And then I didn't hear much about season three, and that kind of worries me. I think season three is better than season two. Really? Yeah, I think season one is still the best season, but I would put season three ahead of season two. Okay, interesting. Season two gets a little bit like, oh, wow, we were the biggest hit in the world. What do we do with that? What do we do with that? And then it feels like they got their feet back under them on season three. Um, And the end of season three is really fantastic. Like, the last, like, three episodes of season three are, like, mass like they're so big and it's mm-hmm. it's really 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 cool okay interesting yeah. i mean yeah i would i would get back into it i i really enjoyed it it you know it's one of the like scarier things that i'll watch but it's because mm-hmm. it's so good yeah, yeah right like it was just really well done so yeah, yeah. people in chat are saying that season four will be cut into two volumes which is interesting i don't know um i don't i i i think that that might just be that season four and season five because originally they're saying season four was going to be the end of the show um, oh. but then they couldn't finish the story they wanted in just season four, and so they cut it in two. So I, they might be calling that season four and season five. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, we're going to find out more, uh, in May when, uh, we get more from this show as it premieres at the end of the month. Nice. They're going with, like, Sherlock Link episodes. Maybe. Maybe. Although nine episodes at, like, 90 minutes would be so it would be a lot. That'd be tough to get through, especially if it drops all at once and not like once a week. Well, maybe maybe it is that we're going to get like four episodes in like May and then another like four oh, or five yeah, or whatever yeah. it is in September. That makes sense. Because if they're long, that's a lot. It's a yeah. lot to watch. Uh, speaking of streaming shows, we have some big news regarding Nuka-Cola. I don't know what that means. You don't know what Nuka-Cola is? Is it like a knockoff Coke brand? No, um, Nuka-Cola says, um, uh, Nuka-Cola is the uh, Coke brand in Fallout. Oh. I thought it was a funny headline. Uh, Walton Goggins, the incredible, incredible actor, has been tapped to be the lead of the upcoming Fallout show, uh, which I believe is going to Paramount Plus? (laughs) It's on a streaming service. Check my notes. Here. Check my notes. Um, Walton Goggins is the kind of actor that you hire when you want like a real, real, like a real performance. Um, mm-hmm. I like that it's not just going to be like a hot twenty-something lead who's just like got great abs. Um, it's going to carry. Some oh weight. no, it's Amazon Prime. Wait, is that? Oh no. Oh no, I don't recognize him. He was in Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, as I... the thief, as like the head thief guy. You told me that. I yeah. just it's interesting. I the, I saw that picture from the side and I was like. Wait, is that Walking Dead? No. No, but uh, the the follow-up television show is going to be coming from the people who made Westworld for HBO, mm-hmm. which uh, was a show. It happened. It's a lot of show. It exists. I love Westworld, but when I look, when I think back on watching Westworld, 
I it, I like start to like spiral in my brain. Like it's so heady and so dense mm -hmm. that like I have like I don't want to say like a panic attack, but like thinking back on like trying to remember what happens in Westworld <laughs> is difficult. Like that I don't remember any of it. It's a dark pit that I fall into in my own head. Um and it's so good. Like I remember like being so entranced by Westworld. Mm. But like god, it, trying to explain that show would hurt. It would like cause me physical pain to right, try and try. No, I'm not. Lay it on me. The 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 Cole's Notes version. The Cole's Notes version is easy, right? Like the Cole's Notes version is there is a theme park where the employees are robots that you can do anything to because they're not real people. And so rich people pay to basically live out their fantasy of being a cowboy in the old west. Oh. That's like the that's the closeouts of the before the show starts. Then when the show starts, those those robots have an AI and they start to become aware. Horrifying. Mm -hmm. That's so it's like free guy, but not as fun. Yes. <laughs> yes. With a lot of nudity. Just like copious huh. amounts of nudity. That's fun. And like a career defining performance from Tandy Newton. Ah. Who just like her and Jeffrey Wright crush. They crush it so hard. They're so good on that show. Huh. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Uh, Goggins plays the government handler in Invincible. Yes, he does the voice of the um, the Scarface guy. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <clears throat> okay, okay. Walton Goggins is an incredible actor. You know his best performance, though? Ted. Really good in Ted. I have never or seen Ted 2, Ted. whichever one he's in. Um, <laughs> one of the teddy bear movies. So you've never played a follow-up game, right? I have never played the follow-up game yet. I'm excited that this is on Amazon Prime because mm -hmm. Fallout is the kind of world where you're going to have to go a little messed up to mm -hmm. live up to the, um, j just to the, the, the games and, and the world that they've built across what, like, I think they're at seven Fallout games total now. The, there's a huge lore and there's a very, uh, there's a very deep cut stuff that you can do with a show like this that I think will appease a lot of the hardcore fans of the games. Mm -hmm. But also the, the surface level storyline of a Fallout game is so easily accessible to people because it is just a post-apocalyptic world and so i think that this is the kind of franchise where as opposed to something like halo where the lore is a little complicated and weird uh -huh. and it's hard to kind of explain like the relationship between the covenant and the humans and the flood and the forerunners and all that stuff yeah fallout is literally you wake up in a bomb shelter nukes have gone off like 70 years ago and you have to go out into the world and try and survive among other people who are trying to survive. Mm -hmm. And I think that that kind of world is um, is ripe for an interesting story because most of the time when we get in a post-apocalyptic TV show like that, that has the money behind it because it's an IP, it's zombies. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what if Walking Dead, but no zombies. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Well, not no zombies. There's obviously going to be some kind of mutated things, but... Um, oh, Okay. All right. I also just am so excited that it's Walton Goggins. I love uh -huh, him. Uh -huh. And I think that, like, if you're going <laughs> to... If anyone would win an Emmy for starring in a Fallout show, it's Walton Goggins. Right, right, right. Like, right. he's the caliber of actor that could turn this into an Emmy show. And Amazon's not, like, afraid to go dark. You know, they've had some, like, pretty, like, uh, uh, wild <laughs> shows. <clears throat> What was it? Preacher? Oh my god, that was... Well, and uh, The Boys, right? Like Boys, yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazon Prime has shown that they are willing to make adult content that is explicitly adult for adults. And 
I'm I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I'm I'm gonna have to play Fallout. I've had so many people be like, "You're gonna love Fallout." And I'm like, I don't know that you will. Really? You don't like shooters. Yeah, but it's like a like our open world RPG, right? Yeah, yeah, with a lot of first person shooting elements, though. Yeah, but so does Mass Effect. That's true, and you did like you ended up liking Mass Effect, but it was tough for you at first. I mean, yeah, the side effects think... were all the same in Mass Effect One. I'm excited. That's not the case of Fallout. Okay, yeah, see, I'm, I'm excited for yeah. less. I'm ex- so so. It's kind of like if Mass Effect and like Witcher had a baby. Uh, yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah, let's go with that. All right. I think the Fallout games are inconsistently good. Um, I think New Vegas and 3 are, like, really solid. Mm-hmm. I think 4 is fun, but, like, it didn't really... 4 didn't really capture me. And then Fallout 76 I never played. Um, mm-hmm. Weirdly, the Fallout game I've spent the most time in, and this is so sad, but I just got... I, this was my Subway game for, like, a year. But th- they had this game called Fallout Shelter that was a mobile game where uh-huh, you uh-huh. built, like, a shelter underground on your phone. Mm-hmm. And I put so much dumb time into that game just because it was so easy to just, like, play it on the subway. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's your, like, in-between travel game. Oh, my God. I literally... I The, the most hours in any Fallout game is in Fallout Shelter. And I'm, a, I'm like, a little bit, little bit disappointed in myself for it. It's fine. I Hopefully chat forgives you. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's uh, let's move on. Before we get into some of our other segments, uh, Rock Crin in our chat brought up something interesting, saying that um, Amazon Prime is wrecking Tolkien. Beware. And you can't know that. The show's not out yet. Th- let's talk about this, because it, I didn't put it in here, but it is, the, the, the trailer did drop. And the reaction to the trailer has been very interesting, because there's a lot of people who are like, it's bad. And I'm like, what do you mean? You it's a one-minute teaser. know that. There's nothing in it. It it's gives us nothing. It's a one-minute teaser. And, like, the, the narrative online to me is insane right <laughs> I now. I know. People are, like, making the craziest pulls out of their asses mm-hmm. just just to, like, be outraged for outraged sake. Well, but but it's like, well, the understand. elves don't have long hair, so, like, it's bad. And I'm like, what does that have to do with a quality show? Yeah, Who what? gives... You think that every elf in all of Middle-earth has long hair that none of them, like, tried to experiment. These people live for thousands of years, and you yeah. think they don't try a different hairstyles? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. People are like, mm, Galadriel can't be, a, like, a badass warrior woman. I'm sorry, I'm gonna throw this out there, and it's gonna be on the internet forever. Tolkien is not great at writing female characters. But also Galadriel is a is a badass warrior. She 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 is like she's a, a mage and people are upset that she's wearing like plate armor. Well no, because she's it makes a mili- like she, a she's a military she's a military leader who led elves into battle multiple times. Yeah. Uh, in like in like multiple battles against yeah. Yeah. like Galadriel is literally has literally led armies into war mm-hmm. in several recorded instances in Tolkien's histories. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> like to say that Gladriel is not a warrior is to be wrong. Yeah. It's just to be wrong. Like it's insanity to say that. Yeah. Also, she's not wearing plate armor. Well, she's wearing metal. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But it's not like you can run in that. She's not wearing full plate armor. She's wearing like a a thin she's wearing chest. Magical piece. armor. <laughs> like, like Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I... here's the thing. Here's the the, the the dwarven beard thing. Look, do I wish that, that actress had a beard? 
Me too. I think it would be fun. Yeah, yeah. But but, but maybe the she extent, shaved. The extent of it to me is, oh, it would have been fun if she had a beard. Not this is going to be trash. I don't actually give a shit. And I have Elvish <laughs> tattooed on my arm. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of this stuff. I, I don't really care if the dwarf has a beard if the show's good. Now, if the show's bad, I will be like, it's bad and the dwarf didn't have a beard. Like, yeah. that sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dwarf having or not having a beard does not immediately ruin a show to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, I... Yeah, people are very upset and have very little grounds to be as upset as they are. When I watched well, no, and reacted they, they, to the they, trailer... They, 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 they have grounds. They're racism. Sure, yeah. And I'm not saying that the everyone who... I'm not saying everyone who dislikes this is racist. No, but no, the no. people who are like, dwarves can't be black because Elves there's no sunlight. I'm like, yeah, God yeah, damn yeah, it, yeah, dude. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the That's expe- a whole other thing. The expectation that melanin would work the same in dwarves as it does in humans is such a weird leap for you to make. I know, it's... Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Why, would, why would dwarves have any human features why would dwarves have hair at all they live underground there's no reason like like if you want to get into the science of any of it there's no science it's magic mm-hmm. well it, it gets token, it gets back right? to the it gets back to the when um the new ariel was cast black for the little mermaid mm-hmm. and people were like well there's no sunlight at the bottom of the ocean so why would she have melanin in her skin she's and I'm like, a mermaid in the original little mermaid movie all of ariel's sisters are different colors Every oh. single one of them. Yeah. And you didn't have a problem with the animated movie because the lead girl was white. Yeah. It wasn't until the lead one those and that that's where I'm like, it's so dumb. They're they're mermaids. They're yeah. dwarfs. <laughs> they're elves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you are so upset yeah. about black people, I don't know. Don't go watch things. Go stay home and don't interact like, with us. I don't know. Go watch that like Weird, those weird religious movies that are only white people in them. Oh my God. But I, I just, I, I have no patience for it. I, I don't know. care. Black dwarves are black dwarves. That's yeah. great. Cool. I, yeah. I genuinely, I, I don't give a shit at all. No. And like my reaction to the trailer after watching it was that I was a little bit confused and I like, I didn't mm. hate it. Like I wasn't upset about it, but the trailer didn't show a lot, which is why I don't understand why well, the show comes out so in upset. seven months. No, no. I, I totally, I understand that. But like. The, the one thing that, like, I will say is that it definitely doesn't look like Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. And, like, it can't. We make mm-hmm. things differently nowadays. Like, well, and it also takes place 3,000 years earlier. Yeah. Like, like the world should look different. It's not meant to be a remaking. It's not meant to be an exact parallel to that. It is a different time in different places. Um, some of the people are the same, but are still very different people because it's been thousands of years. Like, it's... Well, and I I love... I don't know how I feel about it based on that teaser because I wasn't given much, Mm -hmm. but I'm not like, oh my God, this is going to be trash. Like... Yeah, I just... uh, The the people who are like, oh, it's bad. I'm like, fuck. You can't know that. You can't know. It's not out. Wait till you see it. Yeah. Stop letting YouTubers who are using your anger in thumbnails determine your opinion of something before it comes out. Mm-hmm, Stop mm-hmm. clicking on their bullshit. Yeah. Look, I know there's like Yellowfish and I know that there's like, um, there's some others. There's like uh, Nerd Rotic, I think is one of them. I don't know. There, there are these channels that are doing so well by monetizing anger, by ma- making these fantastical headlines. Mm-hmm. And 
stop letting them control what you think of things before you've seen it. Make up your own opinions. Stop reciting the bullshit talking points that these people come up with. Yeah. And like, figure it out for yourself. Yeah. And that's what we do, right? Like, I'm never going to tell you to like something or not like something. I'm never going to tell you that you're wrong in whether you like something or not. But if you say right now the show is going to be bad and it has no chance, you are inherently wrong. You have not seen it. And I'm comfortable mm-hmm. saying that. Yeah. And we give honest opinions. We like things. We don't like things. I'm a huge Star Wars shill. I know that. But I also said negative stuff about Boba Fett. I was mm-hmm. very honest in my opinion of Boba Fett. If you go and watch the spoiler chat we put up yesterday, I I had a lot of negative things to say about that show. Mm-hmm. I still love Star Wars. I still love that show. Mm-hmm. There's negative things about it. Still love it. Yeah. I just, I have so many problems with the online narrative right now where these people do so well by just making ridiculous claims so that people click on it. Yeah, yeah. it's all for clicks and it's it's all about getting as much attention as you can, whether or not anything even has grounds for it. You know, like, yeah, fantasy is for everybody. <laughs> okay, Matthew Brown says, it isn't that they're black, it's that they are not writing new characters. It's called tokenizing. It's lazy. Write a new fairy tale with a strongly written black character. No. That's not what tokenizing is. That's not. Uh, it would be tokenizing if there was... One black person in this yes, who was... For the sake of having for, a For the sake of having a black person. Yeah. It's not tokenizing because at the very least we know there are multiple black people and the black person that they created for the show who is a new character that they invented is it, a dwarven princess who is going to factor in to the main plot of the show. It is not tokenizing to create a new character who is a black person, who is royalty, and who is important to the story. Yeah. That is literally the thing that you said in your comment that you want. No, she token. is new, she is powerful, she is probably going to be somewhat okay written, I hope. And she is not tokenized because there are other people of color around her. You don't understand. This is my problem. And like Matthew Brown, I'm sorry to come at you like this, but here's my problem. You are using talking points that you didn't come up with because if you had thought about what you just said for a couple of seconds, you would have realized that what you said was stupid. Stop using this. We No, it's tokenizing to put black people in. It's not. It's, it's, it's just not. There is no world in which creating a black dwarven royal family is tokenizing to the experience of J.R.R. Tolkien. It doesn't make any flippin' sense, and you're just repeating stuff that is wrong, that is inherently wrong. You don't understand the words you're using. So, Stop using this these talking points to put black people into boxes in your life and just experience the experience of being surrounded by a diverse culture of people who bring so much joy and light into the world. I'm sorry, but like that, that was nonsense. That was a terrible sentence and you used all those words wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I get, I, I'm, I'm, I'm about done with it. I'm about done with these white nerds who are dumb and don't know how to use the words they're using, but they're going to use them to disenfranchise black people. And I, I'm sick of it. Yeah. In the middle of Black History Month, you're really going to say that? Go educate yourself. Yeah. Even in my like YouTube comments for my reaction to the, to the trailer, like people were, people were just like, were just being like straight up racist. Like, oh, it's not racism because Tolkien didn't do it this way. And it's like, you know what? You know what? We can do better. Oh no, Matthew Brown was talking about the Little Mermaid. It is not tokenizing to make the lead of the film black. Yes. That's not what tokenizing, tokenizing is. Tokenizing is like if you watch. You don't the, know what words you're using. Tokenizing is like if you watch the D and D movie. 
and they have the sidekick who like doesn't really do anything and like bumbles around. Token. Like, if you want to understand what a token black character is, go watch South Park. The character's name is Token, and he is not a member of the main team, and it's a joke. It is intentional. They're making fun of mm-hmm. 90s writing where there would be the one black friend who was not a main part of the storyline. Making the lead character black is not tokenizing. That's not That's not what yeah. that is. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, but that, that's not how that works. It's not what the word means. Mm-hmm. And people just co-opt these words because they want to have these talking points so that they can disenfranchise black people, and it is ridiculous. Yeah. It's absurd to give a shit what skin color a mermaid has. I, but, I mean, like, like I what, what, what conversation are we having? I know. Yeah, I, it's, it's a mermaid. <laughs> they don't exist. <laughs> yeah. Oh I, my god. Well, but the aliens from the other planet were played by black people. Why would black people be in space? They're aliens. Yeah. It's yeah. it's this same conversation of like, well, why would you put those people there? They don't belong. They belong everywhere. Mm-hmm. All people of all colors belong everywhere. We yes. live in a globalized world. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm not putting up with it anymore. I will push back against it every time I see it because I'm sick of it. I'm so tired of having this conversation. Yeah. Every time a black person pops up anywhere, well, how could a stormtrooper be black? Because he is. And it doesn't flipping matter. Yeah. 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 It's the whole, like, um, it's, it's the whole, like, people keep throwing the word woke around and it makes me livid because I'm like what the hell does that mean you're inclusive okay sue me then for being inclusive like like even like a a lot of people are like well Tolkien wrote this and this and this fucking a hundred years ago right like in a different time where people were worse to one another and we can do better and if that means that we change a little bit of Tolkien stuff to accommodate the the wonderful people that are in our lives Mm -hmm. I'm a thousand percent happy to do that I do not care I do not care if Tolkien made a one-off comment about how this person looked or whatever because he was white he grew up around white people and like in, it was in a Britain, different time at a in time Britain, when things weren't great yeah it, it was not good to be a person of color at that time oh it was still it was good to be a person of color you just I, <laughs> that sentence makes me nervous there, there no pe- people were treated society very poorly. treated people of color very poorly at the time yes yes, 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 yes. yes. and we can do better than that we can do so 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 much better like and so that's that's what that's what we're gonna do. Like, and that's just how I feel. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Honestly, like I like, uh, God, I couldn't even. I, the, like reading the YouTube comments just made my blood boil. And st- just stop clicking on those people who are baiting you. Well, and what's tough is that it's people like people will like think that if you say anything negative that you agree with them on like their far out there take, mm-hmm, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh no no like. I didn't like the the one spin the mods did. And they're like, oh, so you agree that the mods were a terrible addition to Star Wars. Like, and no, I'm like, no, 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 like, I, I like trash. Stupid three seconds. I, I didn't like the spin. I yeah. like trash. <laughs> and I like the nuance of criticism is so lost now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. so lost because people are like, oh, well, if you didn't like that one thing, then you hate it. And I'm like, no, I like the show quite a bit. I I just think that it had bad structure. Yeah. Like, it's almost like you can like, like parts of things. Yeah. But people don't want that anymore. You... Uh, Social media has created the expectation that we either extremely love things or extremely hate things and there's no in between. Yeah. And that's that's not us, right? Like Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you can't like We're we're not going to do that. I don't live in extremes. No. I don't. I live I live I am I'm, I'm 100% honest with you guys. You know that. I I will tell you my opinion exactly as it is. It's why we get asked for we have we turn down a lot of brand deals here because I can't advocate for things 100%. I turned down a brand deal last night. 
um, with a company that wanted us to shill for their merch. And their merch is actually kind of cool, but their store has no reviews on it. And they don't want to send me free stuff. And I'm like, well, if I can't, so we can't vouch even for... can't see if it's good. Yeah, if yeah. I can't vouch for the quality of these products, they look cool. They're a fun design. But, like, if I can't vouch for the quality of them, I am not going to tell my people to go buy them. There's a reason our sponsors are Javi, which I drink every day, mm-hmm. and Gamer Supps, which she drinks every day and I have every other day. The, I Okay, mm-hmm. I have it, like, three times a week because, like, every time caffeine. You <laughs> no, but, like, you know, like, we we have decided that, like, we're going to be honest here. Yeah. And, like, we we met with some content creators when we were in L.A. who were like, oh, yeah, like, I just, like, say whatever for these the company. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, like, we can't do that. We can't make that money mm-hmm. because we're not going to do that. We're not going to have that relationship with our audience. There are so many people who are out there straight up lying to you because they can monetize your view. And yeah. I just I pay, pay attention to that. I yeah. just hope that you pay attention to that. Uh, only a Sith deals in absolutes. You're um, right. <clears throat> this has been uh, this has been a difficult section. Uh, I feel like we're not having any fun. So, um, you know what we're gonna do is uh, Clarice is gonna. Wow, you're gonna make me do that right now. Yeah, I oh, need some joy. My God. welcome to my favorite segment on uh, the nightly morning show. Clarice makes up the news. Wow, wow, this is rude. This is freaking rude. Uh. Ah, God. It's the most Canadian thing. Ah, thanks, I hate it here. This is my favorite part of the show. Um, well. Uh, I'm trying to... Think of something that is not related to what we just talked about. <laughs> that is a tough at part, all because right? it's like because it's what we just talked about and now it's in my head. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. Hey, chat! You want to throw out some uh, words to help me? Just any words, random, random words. Random words. Um. Uh. You know what? See, I, I I I was prepared, and then we had this conversation, and I forgot everything. You were not prepared. That I was is a little 100% bit, actually. a lie. I was a little bit. I was doing my makeup, and mm-hmm. you could do Coca-Cola. <laughs> um, the um, Flu Trucks clan. <laughs> Woke. Frankenbeans, fuck off. <laughs> we dropped the F-bomb a lot this episode. We're going to get demonetized. You keep saying that. Do we ever actually get demonetized? <laughs> you get demonetized. Your YouTube channel loves to get demonetized. Yeah, yeah. YouTube <clears throat> doesn't like me a lot. No, it likes you. It doesn't like um some of your tryouts, and it doesn't like your Witcher content. Your Witcher content yeah, gets demonetized. Yeah, my Witcher content gets demonetized, I guess, because it's, like, violent. I, yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't on that know one if episode, I'm you do, violent. like, kill the king. Yeah, but, like... He deserved it. There's a lot of murder in Witcher, isn't Murder! Right? <laughs> um, Stilts, babushka, falafel... Um, the news, the news, uh, is that, um, there's been a bug discovered in Horizon Forbidden West. Oh my god, a bug in the brand new Horizon game? I know, it's a new game and it has <clears throat> bugs. Wow, okay. That's, that's That news. never happens. It never, never happens. happens. Um, I cuss out Geralt a lot. You know what, that's true. I am very mean to Geralt sometimes. Um, It's so, only because you're so attracted to him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. She's been trying to get me to dye my hair silver ever since she started playing that game. 
No, no, no. Okay, okay. So there's a bug in Horizon there's a bug Forbidden West. In Horizon Forbidden West. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, uh, you know, people are, um, pe- people are, are deliberately trying to, um, activate it. Um, oh, is it like a speed run thing? No, 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 no. It's not a speed run thing. It's that, um, it's that if you, uh, go up to, uh, the top of uh, a certain mountain, mm-hmm. um, there is a tree that you can run through, uh, 69 times. Um, but you have to like find the exact like corner that it glitches and so you have to run it in between it in between it and then you have to um jump off the cliff of the mountain mm-hmm. and then a wire will appear you know how Aloy can like yeah, zip yeah, line? Yeah, yeah. yeah a wire will appear um and instead of going down it will go up actually mm-hmm. and um it goes up uh through the clouds and you have to click the a and b button every 3.5 seconds alternating um, to activate this, and what it will do is it will um, uh, spawn a trampoline, and Aloy <laughs> will fall and bounce up back onto the mountain that you just were, except that that mountain is now Mount Olympus, and all the Greek gods are penguins. Yeah, it's weird. Like, Zeus has, like, a little, like, lightning scar on his forehead. I don't know where they got that one from. Um, wow, this must be a really hard uh, thing to trigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to find the exact <laughs> pixel on the tree to, like, run mm-hmm. in between it, right? And then you have to calculate three and a half seconds between your, like, in your head between each, like, uh, pressing of the button. Of the uh, A and B buttons. <laughs> yeah, on Xbox. So I have a PlayStation controller right here. Yeah. I would like for you to show me where the A and the B buttons are on the uh, PlayStation controller. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> On this PlayStation exclusive game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is the A button. <laughs> that is the up button. No, no, it's an A button. Nope, it's a triangle. It's not... <laughs> that is that is the A button. That is the A button, and this is the B button. It's a B in in PlayStation language. Yeah. So you have to press this and this button three and a half seconds apart. You're welcome. Um, so, uh, for those of you who didn't uh, catch that, uh, if you want to uh, do this glitch, you have to press the PlayStation button, which will close the game, and the up button. Um, three and a half seconds Three and a half apart. seconds apart. No more, no less. Otherwise, you'll just exit. I'm pretty game. sure that you think you found a glitch, but all you've done is exited and entered a different game. Because <laughs> that's what the PlayStation button does, is it takes you to the, the, the main menu. Uh, all right. Uh-huh, well, that was uh-huh. something. Uh-huh. I haven't actually encountered any sliding things yet in Forbidden West. Really? Yeah, because you have the hang glider now. For shame. Oh. Yeah. That's fun. It is. It's very fun. You can fly, you can fly, you can fly. Loving Horizon Forbidden West. All right. Well, that was great. Um, As always, we move on from Clarus making up the news into uh, my personal favorite segment, because I like to talk about the box office, Mm -hmm. and that is the weekend box office that is right. Uncharted, the Tom Holland movie. Uh, where he plays Nathan Drake and where Mark Wahlberg plays Mark Wahlberg, playing Mark Wahlberg, playing Sully, um, <laughs> based on the trailers. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie yet, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, that that uh, the movie actually did like crazy well. Let's uh, drop into this box office image and take a look here. Is that going to work? Yes, it is. Uncharted finished the weekend with $51 million domestically, uh, did incredibly well. Uh, in number two was actually Channing Tatum's new movie, Dog, coming in at 18 million uh, opening weekend. That movie has to be very excited. Dog had a $15.5 million budget. So coming in ahead of its budget on its opening weekend alone, has it, it's gotta feel good for a movie like that. Movies that haven't been big uh, blockbuster style movies haven't been doing exceptionally well 
at the box office these past uh, few months. Uh, so to see that for Dog is really nice to see. Spider-Man No Way Home still going strong at $8.8 million in third place. It is officially the th- number three domestic movie of all time. Uh, it passed Avatar. Not The Last Airbender. Uh, Avatar, Avatar. James Cameron's Avatar. I, I hate that they're both Avatar. Um, uh, but we'll see how Avatar... Uh, if Avatar 2 can pass Spider-Man No Way Home later this year, maybe, if that movie actually comes out. In fourth place is Death on the Nile. It did take number one last week, but it fall below uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, Death on the Nile actually also opened in China, uh, but did not uh, perform exceptionally well there. And in fifth place, Jackass Forever, which uh, came in at $6.2 million. They have to be really happy with that. They've made $61 million worldwide so far, which is pretty impressive. Um, yeah, that, that's our top five for the week. Uh, Tythonus is asking who directed Death on the Nile. Was it Kenneth Branagh? Yes. Yeah. And that and movie stars, in it. stars Kenneth Branagh as well, as well as uh, Gal Gadot um, and a bunch of other famous people, including Army Hammer. And you have to wonder if Army Hammer wasn't a cannibal, would that movie have done better? Probably. <laughs> uh, Rock Crane says Death on the Nile was really fun. I really liked um, I really Murder liked on Murder Orange. on the Orient Express. So did I. <clears throat> I'm really excited to see the Death on the Nile. It came out while we were on our vacation. And we thought about trying to go see it maybe, but like mm-hmm. it was just too busy. So I have a feeling we'll hop to the theaters this week and um, see that. Yeah, yeah, I definitely want to see that. I, I definitely want to see Uncharted. Um, you know, well, as a, as a lover of those games, I don't know if I want to see Uncharted. I'll probably go with. You, I, I can I just... go by myself. I can go while you stream. Um, I I'm I'm curious to see it. I I, I don't I didn't like any of the trailers. Um, well, this thing I don't like any of the trailers, and I've never played the game, so I have like no reason to go see the movie unless like you and I want to talk about it together. Yeah, it's tough. It's one of those ones where like I I just I Mark Wahlberg is one of those guys where like I enjoy him in certain kinds of movies, um, but um, it's tough. It is tough. It, it, it's like one of those situations where it's like, well, I like Mark Wahlberg, but he's not right for this part, right? And I like Tom Holland. I don't even really think Tom Holland's right for the part of Nathan. And so I, it, it is, it's tough. I I understand what they were going for. They made $51 million opening weekend. Very clearly the star-studded casting of that worked. Yeah. And there are people who like the movie and like maybe I'll end up liking the movie. It is tough as someone who loves the Uncharted game so much to think about um, them as those characters. Cause it, the, and, and this, is, this is getting to a problem, I think, with modern video game adaptations that we're going to keep seeing, is that because the games themselves are so cinematic, that we have, very, we have incredible performances already. Like, if they were to make... When, when they make Last of Us, obviously that show is coming, it is going to be really hard to differentiate visually the, the photorealistic human face that I have for Joel and Ellie and um, uh, Pedro Pascal and um, Leanna Mormont, right? I don't know the, act- the actress's Leanna name. Mormont. Um, but like, you know, I, and I'm sure they're going to be great in the show, but at the end of the day, Last of Us is already a cinematic experience and adapting a cinematic experience to another cinematic experience is just very odd to me. Yeah. And so uh, you have this inherent difficulty, I think, in adapting these cinematic video games for movies when the voice actors involved have given remarkable performances. Yeah. And like, um, you know, the the movie studio released that Nolan North is in the film, uh, who the original voice actor for Nathan Drake. Also, I mm. believe the original voice actor for uh, Joel in uh, Last of Us. Um, so I wonder if he'll make an appearance in that show as well. 
I, I, I don't know. It's just, it is tough. It is tough to me to like, be like, well, I've already seen this. Yeah. How, how are you doing this better than the video game? Yeah. And I don't know that they are, right? I think that Sonic gets away with it because Sonic isn't a character that I'm like, oh no, I've already seen this whole story play out. And yeah. Sonic, like they, they're, they're taking the character of Sonic and putting him in something else. I almost feel like these movies would be better off just kind of like shifting away from the stories and characters of the games, but then stuff. Yeah, because like, because if it's something incredible like Last of Us, it's most likely just going to fall short. I don't know. I, I have hopes for that TV show, but yeah. Or, or it could be like just as good, but like, then what's the point? Uh, Fabu Move says, I'm shocked Army Hammer is getting <laughs> roles again. Army Hammer, uh, the Death on the Nile was filmed before the accusations came out about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, uh, it's Max Payne all over again. I never saw the Max Payne movie. No, me neither. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I'm not hyped at all by The Last of Us movie. It is an HBO show. It's not a movie. Uh, I would not be hyped about a Last of Us movie. I don't think that that story can be told very quickly. No. But a show could do it justice. And Pedro Pascal is Pedro Pascal. Yeah, the, like the fact that they have, like, the fact they have Pedro Pascal on board yeah. does sound like it's going to be fantastic. And, but- and that <laughs> that actress who played Diana Mormont in Game of Thrones. She's amazing. She stole the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like seeing her get this role like i think she's gonna be a great ellie because ellie has that like fierce um like defiant streak in her and i think that the actress who played leanna mormon could absolutely destroy that right yeah. like she already showed that she has the ability to do that yeah so i'm, I'm just very excited to see where they go with that yeah, yeah 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 i i i don't the casting of that show really helped me yeah it could be here's the problem though i think that it's either gonna be like yeah that's fine you know it was basically it was the same thing as the the game i enjoyed it or it's gonna be really bad i don't think like i think that they're gonna have a really difficult time blowing people away because mm-hmm. the game blowed people away and it's visually very similar yeah, yeah. so i don't yeah and so I'm, I'm happy for uncharted you know good for them i don't ever want to see people lose crap tons of money you know what i mean like it's never fun to watch people lose money so, um, well, I could watch Elon Musk lose some money, but um, I'd be happier if he gave it away. Uh, yeah. The uh, but you know we're 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 kind of in this weird world where we're gonna keep getting adaptations of things that are already cinematic experiences. They're gonna keep doing it, you know. And oh, so yeah. I I think that the companies that figure out how to do that well and in ways that um, make audiences enjoy their product, I think they'll be very successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that we're in for a lot of oh yeah, like it was fine, but it wasn't as good as just playing the game. Yeah. And I think we're going to get a lot of that um, moving forward. I think it's why Halo has, d- the Halo show has said it's a different story. It's yeah. Master Chief. It's a different, it's like a different universe Master Chief and we have a different story. I, I think they were very intentional in that. And I think it's smart. I think that they're going, we're not just going to tell the first Halo game as a movie or TV show. Mm-hmm. I think that it opens them up to have a better experience with their fans who go, okay, this is like a multiverse thing, like Marvel. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and yeah. honestly, Marvel being like, it's a multiverse thing, opens it up for everybody. Yeah. Because Spider-Man No Way Home has introduced Mar- the multiverse to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people are going to cash in on that from now on. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, thank you, Fabu, for calling me out. I was hoping no one would notice, but I appreciate it that yeah um all right we have one final story of the day i'm really excited for this one uh john watts the director of that spider-man movie i just mentioned look at that i'm a segue artist uh is going to be directing an episode of an upcoming unnamed star wars show which is very exciting it is a show said to take place during the high republic era that is not the acolyte meaning that we will be getting two, at least two different uh, High Republic shows. Obviously, the Acolyte has been said to take place at the end of the High Republic era. Um, 
But the, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. This part of the reason I'm so excited to hear this news is that this will apparently be directed and filmed before his Fantastic Four movie. So John so Watts soonish, soonish, right? Like this, this must be in the next year or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and John Watts is a very talented director. He's proven that he can make money. Yep. Uh, and I'm I'm excited for this. I I've enjoyed the way that he handles comedy in the Spider-Man films, and I think that that comedy styling that he has will translate well to a Star Wars show. Yeah. I, th- I Yeah, I think so too. I think he's going to bring his own kind of thing to it, which is going to be fun to see. I, I have no idea. I mean, this, like, High Republic shows, I have no idea what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't even have a name for it yet. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I see why Disney likes him. He just mm-hmm. made them a lot of money. <laughs> A lot of money. A lot of money. I'm also excited for that Apple Plus show that he is making with George Clooney. Um, so that's first. So it's going to go his Apple Plus show, then this Star Wars episode, then Fantastic Four, apparently. What's the Apple show? It's like a spy movie starring George Clooney and someone else. Um, I'm really excited for it. Okay. Damn, there were some Apple Plus TV shows that we never watched that we wanted to. And there's a bunch. We still have it. Oh, we do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. We, get it. we got a free year of it when um, we bought your phone. Oh yeah, 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 right, right, right. Okay. Um, yeah, and now it's time for uh, the final, the final segment of the day. What did we miss? If there's any news stories that you know about that you want us to talk about, or if you have any questions for us, now's the time. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the news drops literally as we go live. Yeah. And so if so there's we, anything you want us to talk about, yeah, or if you just want me to like yell about racism, did somewhere. anything happen? <laughs> did anything happen that I? I'm just gonna uh, go into Google and I'm going to type in news. 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 What happened? In the, oh, the, typing in just news right now is um danger. Is uh dangerous. Yeah. There's some Canadian. News. Ooh, this Sunday is Pokemon Day. That is true. Uh, everyone get ready for Pokemon Day. There is a chance. There are rumors that we're going to either get um news about Let's Go Johto, uh, so like sequels to Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, uh, set in Gen two, or that we might be getting an announcement about Generation 9, which seems very close to the release of Pokemon Arceus, but um, there's also talk that we might be getting Arceus DLC announcements on Pokemon Day. That would be fun. Those are the three rumors that I've heard. Could be any of them. Apparently some Sword and Shield news tomorrow. Seems late for there to be Sword and Shield news. Yeah, what would be... What would be news? The games have been out. We have. What would be news? Um, Marvel shows on Netflix at the end, uh, end at the end of the month. That is true. Yeah. Uh, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, and the Defenders are all getting, and Punisher, are all getting pulled off of Netflix March 1st. No, isn't there one I have to watch? I don't know. You were like, you gotta watch this one. It's not Iron Fist. It's not Luke Cage. Daredevil. Is that the one that's really good? Yeah. Okay. Daredevil's real good. Dang. I have to Um, watch I'm assuming they're going to end up on Disney Plus. Right. Yeah. Um. I can't imagine they're going to be pulled and then disappear forever, but yeah. Hmm, okay. Uh, Terrence Jan says, uh, House of the Dragon has wrapped filming. Cool. Oh, man. All right. I really, I hope, I hope I love that show. <laughs> I really hope I love it. I, I, I don't know. I That's one of those ones where I'm like, I, that show's going to come out and I'm going to talk about how I like Game of Thrones season eight. And I'm going to get another uh, round of people being like, how could you like season eight? And I'm going to be like, I don't, it's, it's good. It's like a, you know, it's, it's, it's like above, a, it's like a C. And that's good enough for me. 
What? It's like a C. I'm not saying it's a, amazing. I'm just, I give it a C. I give it like a, you know, a 69. That position that Jon Snow did with his aunt. Wow. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I am excited and I'm nervous. Uh, so. I'm more excited because it's Matt Smith and um, Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Not Olivia Coleman. Olivia no, Cook. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be some amazing people in it. Yeah. Here's the thing. I know, like, as much as I hate season eight, there, there, like, there are good as performances in it. season eight. There's, there's good performances in it. Yeah, there's yeah. Uh, some really cool visuals in it. And so, yeah, it's not like oh, all... Oh, the Daenerys on the top of the steps the when dragon. the dragon wings uh, unfold behind her is yeah. like... For sure. Woo! There were some oh, people... I'm so pity. Oops. There were some people on that show who knew what they were doing. And, like, you know, I think that, like, giving it, like... I would say I would give that season like a five out of ten, right? It's not like a one or two out of ten because there's good people in it. There's like good visuals. There's some interesting stuff in it for sure. The storytelling completely falls apart, but that's fine. Um, but there's going to be really good people in House of the Dragon. We know this. Um, and like it looks based on the like images that we've got and stuff, it looks like it's going to be visually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Agreed. it's going to be like the worst thing ever. Might not be amazing, but I think uh, probably like parts of it, maybe, hopefully. Um, Rockwinch says 69 is an F, though, isn't it? I don't know. I, don't, I have a degree in we're musical in, theater. We're in Canada. We don't uh, use letters. Yeah, we do. No. I was never graded with letters. Oh, yeah, maybe I wasn't either until college. No, you got a percentage. Oh, you're right. Yeah. But also, like, in Canada, a fail is a 50, and in the States, a fail is, like, 70. What? Yeah. You can, like, fail at, like, a 70. At, like, 69 would be a fail at some American schools. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, their tests are a lot easier, though. Oh. Yeah. I'm not sorry. They don't learn as much as we do. Sure. No, that's not a joke. When I went to college, um, my my grade. So I went to college, mm-hmm. and my grades were rounded up by like fifteen percent, um, because of the difficulty of the Alberta curriculum. And so I was able to skip a lot of Gen Eds in my college program because it was stuff that I already knew from high school. What? Yeah. A lot of Americans, um, like, if you took, like, grade 12 Americans and you gave them the Canadian diploma course, uh, the, the the diploma test is, like, the big test you take at the end of your 12th yeah, year yeah, yeah, yeah. in school. Um, most Americans don't learn a lot of the math that's on there. <clears throat> they would never pass. Yeah, the only, only Americans who, like, learn what is considered to be, like, an average, like, math education in Canada uh, are people in IB and in AP uh, courses if you take regular american maths through grade 12 you don't learn everything that we learn in canada no wonder y'all are so fucked and alberta granted we're both from alberta which is one of the harder curriculums in canada sure but sure. every curriculum in canada is harder than almost any curriculum in the states any base curriculum in the states oh my god i thought the education system here was messed up no it's really bad in the states also they have they have a different kind of math than we do i i'm uh, do they use Roman numerals? No, what do you mean a does different anyone, kind Does of anyone math? know what that American math is called? It's like basic math or something, but it's really dumb. Yeah, no, literally. Uh, Flor- so uh, Jeb Bush in Florida introduced a new kind of math to the like American education system in like a decade and a half ago. Uh-huh. And it's called, um, 
Does anyone know what that math is that, that kind of got uh, proliferated around the States? And it's literally like... There's a different kind of math. It's about like averages and stuff. Uh, <clears throat> what do it, I even Google? Common Core. Thank you, Carlac. Yeah, so they have this thing. It's called Common Core. And it's literal nonsense. Like it, it's the, it, it is the dumbest... The National Set of Education Standards pushes students to understand math on a deeper level, digging into the reasoning behind an equation. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a really nice way of putting Common Core. Common Core is garbage. <laughs> In quotations, the diagrams are absolutely insane. Yeah, Common Core is literal trash. I have never yeah. heard of this. Yeah. My math background is entirely useless when trying to help my first grader with her homework. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <gasps> what? They literally, in the in the 2000s, they literally came up with their own math. And okay. And it's, it's, it's so useless. So, and it's why um, Americans are like 20-something in math worldwide, on average. Okay, so, 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 so do, like, the numbers stay the same? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so numbers mean the same thing, but they, I don't get it. I don't understand how math can, like, not be math. It's not that it's not math. It's that, like, they introduce all of these steps into okay. it that don't help. Oh, See, yeah. That you, have you seen in Incredibles when, uh, in, I think it's Incredibles 2, when um, the dad is like, math is math. Yeah, yeah, That yeah, is he's... a Common Core joke. They're making fun of the fact that he can't help his kid with his homework because Common Core is so messed up. It's li- it's it's literally in an incredible movie. Interesting, interesting. Because yeah. I always did I always did very <clears throat> poorly in math in Canada because, um, because there there's like a problem and you have to solve it and you have to like so show how you solve it, and mm-hmm. the like showing the process of it was like worth more than getting the right answer. And most of the time I would get the right answers, but I would just figure it out my own way. Mm-hmm. And and then it, so it you was would wrong. fail Common Core. So it was wrong. You would fail Common Core. You have to do it the Common Core way. I hate that. Well, and what's funny is when I, so when I went to college, Common Core was relatively new and I had math professors in college that would spend time unteaching Common Core from my fellow students because they're like, no, 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 you have to do this properly. Oh my God. Like I would literally have college professors being like, you have to forget Common Core and learn how to do math right because it is, you're doing this wrong. Like you're literally wrong about this. Yeah. It was wild. And then I would just be sitting there like, can I like go? (laughs) I, I know I I know how to do math in my head like an adult like can I please and I literally jumped two math courses in college. <clears throat> yeah, because the Canadian curriculum is so far ahead of American curriculum. Huh. I mean, yeah. the fact that you had to take math to go to school for musical theater is wild. To me. No, I, I I was I went to a private university and got a bachelor's degree, so I ha- you have to take all your gen eds. So I had to take math, English. Um, What's a gen ed? Uh, general education classes. Mm. So, like, uh, there's a certain percentage of your curriculum that is taken up by courses that are in general education as well. You can't mm. just take musical theater programs. Oh. See, That's a conservatory I... program where you don't have to do that. But at any university program where you're getting a bachelor's degree, you have to have um, those classes. I, I I only took math until grade 10. Because you didn't have to have math 11 and math 12 to, like, graduate. You just needed a, you needed math 10. You needed a certain amount of credits. No, wait. No, I took, sorry, I took math in grade 11, but you don't need math 12 to graduate. So I didn't, I didn't like bother with it in my last year. So yeah, I haven't yeah, done But that. you have to take math 12 to go to an American university. To go to American yeah. one. Yeah, there's some universities you don't have to, but if you're going into any like, edu- like, this is so not nerdy. This is not like typ- our typical content. It's definitely nerdy, but not in the same way. 
John last name says that I'm generalizing and very badly. Um, For Common Core? Every country outside of America dislikes Common Core. I'm just going to say that. Like, not... Americans bring Common Core anywhere else, and it is just it, no one takes it seriously. It's not it's not good math education, and yeah, I didn't even know that's been the case since it was introduced. Like it's never been good math education, so much so that Pixar makes fun of it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's literally worth mocking in <laughs> even, kids movies. Even Pixar was like, mm, yeah. nah. Well, it's been made fun of in everything, right? Like I think Young Sheldon has a whole episode making fun of it. Like it's there's a uh, there's a lot of media making fun of the fact that Common Core is it's, it's not as good as what we had before. Right. Right. It was yeah. probably someone who was, like, really, really, really smart. Like, just, ha- like, thought that they were making things, like, easier or better for people. But their brain, it doesn't work the way that, like... They were trying to the- make an education system that would make math easier to teach to a larger number of people. What? They were trying to, like, take math, right? And make it something that you can teach to a larger number of people faster. Right? And that's what would be the common core. And then, in doing so, they created too many steps. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like... Common Core is trash, but we don't use it in college, but you mock all Americans? I'm not mocking Americans. I'm mocking Common Core. I mean, he is American. I am an American. No, I'm, I'm saying Common Core is trash. We don't use it in college, but it became a problem in college because... Mm-hmm. That's the math system that people coming into college had. And so I'm saying that uh, there were American students next to me who grew up on Common Core that had to unlearn Common Core in college because college didn't use it. You're absolutely right. Common Core is trash and they don't use it in college. And that's the problem, right? The problem is when you have a pipeline system, which is your like uh, high school, uh, middle school and high school programs teaching Common Core, yeah. and then those kids get to college and they know Common Core, but the math that they're expected to know in college it's isn't different. Common Core. What That's the problem. It's not oh that Americans God. are stupid. I'm not. I, I'm not saying that any country is smarter than any other country. I'm saying that there is a flawed education system in the united states right now yeah, yeah, yeah that's not the that's not the fault of the americans who are learning it the americans aren't dumber because they learn it they have the same intelligence that they would have had regardless of the education system they are taught wrong and that is the problem it's not that americans are stupid and i think that this is a common thing like americans are dumb americans aren't dumb americans are equally as intelligent as all people because they're our base intelligence is not our surroundings where we have a you know we, we just have the intelligence that we have mm-hmm. it is the surroundings and who teaches us and how they teach us and common core lets americans down it's not that they're yeah. stupid it's that they're being let down by a system that is not adequately teaching them in a way that is setting them, set them up for success in the best way yeah i'm not I'm mocking americans i'm saying that like this system of teaching these kids math this way is actively harming their education and yeah. I, I I will fight for that forever. But I'm not I'm not I, I want to be clear. I'm not making fun of. I would have lost my mind. Like I I. Oh, I I had to take it. I took a test in Common Core. I didn't have to. I, I took one just for fun. I I said I have to, but it was I was like I, I'll try this. I'm gonna I do a, a math po- test for fun. I took a like I think it was like a grade eight Common Core test, and I was pulling my hair out. I was like, this is insanity. And there's like one thing where it was like you have to like get um use this method to get cl- like the uh, the the approximate answer. And I was like, oh, but the answer is like 35. And they're like, oh no no, but the approximate answer is 37. And I was like, that's not math. There's no approximate answer in math. I was. I was livid. I was literally livid. What? Yeah. Ah, no, I hate it. Um, no, I hate. I hate it. I, the one thing that I did hate though is like, I, like the the fact that like a seven a sixty nine is like a fail, 
is so weird to me because like yeah. in Alberta, you have to do these diploma tests after at the end of grade 12, which are worth 50% yeah. of your entire mark for the entire year, Yeah, which is nuts. So if you're like me and you have testing anxiety, it's awful because yeah. um, you could you could get you could do so well for the whole year for the whatever eight nine months that you're in school you know you could you could do so freaking well and then if you screw up this test you could fail the grade and it just oh god mm-hmm. i think they've changed it now because oh, really? Al- alberta was the only province that made it 50 percent of your mark I believe in the past couple of years they have changed. It was 50% when I did it. Oh, yeah, same. Which well, is yeah, too yeah. much. It's too high a percentage. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. to have so much of your grade come down to one day out of a whole semester is so insane to me. Um, and, yeah. and I say that as someone who I test really well. I'm I'm really bad in class. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot pay attention. Participation. I really struggle in, like, participation and homework and stuff like that. I just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not good at that side of it. I will get 100% on every test. Like, I just, I'm, I'm good at that stuff. Yeah. And that's that's just on different kinds of intelligence, right? Like, I'm really bad at participating in a group project. I, I just am not good at it. Or I wasn't. I, I would probably be better now as an adult because I've been through therapy and I've been given coping mechanisms and how to interact with people mm-hmm. and do that better. But, like, I killed tests. And so as someone who did really well in my diplomas and that saved me and allowed me to go to college with an academic scholarship, I even I think that it was bad. That was a long way to get to, like, I feel like that was a braggy way to get to, like, it's bad. But. No, no, no. Like, I, no, I totally get it. And this thing is, like, everyone's different. I mean, have the uh, the generalized uh, education system is a nightmare anyways. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, I didn't think we'd be talking about school today. Yeah, we went way off uh, the rails at the end of this. I didn't know Common Core was a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. I hate it. I hate Common Core. Um, I just do. And if you like it, um, I'm glad for you. I'm not going to tell you to not do it. You do math however you want well, to do math. Here's the but thing. just get to the right answer at the end. That's, here's the thing. Like, you know, if, if there are different ways of going about teaching how to solve a problem, like I'm all about that. But then you have to have all of your schools and all of your post-secondary education all agree that those are acceptable methods. Yeah. You can't learn something... And perhaps be very comfortable in it and then get to college mm-hmm. and be like, <laughs> just kidding. Like that, that, oh my God, that would ruin me. Well, and there, there was an interesting study. I, I, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, so don't quote me on this, but they did a test they, they, or they like examined like uh, incoming freshmen's grades in college from different states. And they found that states that implemented Common Core had lower grades in their first semester in college. Wow, that's yeah. rough. Like, that's so mean to people. Oh, my God. Um. All right, y'all. I think that's going to be our show. I don't think there's any more news for us to talk about, but I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I I, I love, I, I just, like, went, went to, like, end this, like, open the end stream screen, and it brought up, like, the numbers of our stream. And I do love that our numbers went up when we started talking about Common Core. So maybe we should talk about Common Core more on stream. Yes, I, they they had a, everyone caught a vibe that we were talking about Common Core, so they clicked in. <laughs> Y'all, thanks for a great stream. This one has been a lot of fun. We got a little bit more political than we usually do on the nightly morning show today, but um, you know, I uh, I don't know. I like black people, so uh, it's tough when uh, that seems to be a thing that people don't want in media. Yeah. Um, yeah, stop commenting on my YouTube videos. I'm, I, yeah, there, there is an element of it. I'm like, oh, no, you can. People are like, oh, you're going to lose subscribers. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I don't want those people you here. Know, you know who I would love to have not subscribed? 
the guy who comments on every one of our videos that you should do porn. Yeah. Right? That guy can go. Yeah, I don't... And I try and delete all of his comments, but he comments so many times. It's a, it's. I'm pretty sure it's a bot. You think it's a bot? Yeah, because it's, it's I mean, exact I think it, it, Because it's comment. a copy-paste, so like... It's a copy-paste, and it's usually, like, within the first couple of minutes or, like, hour that I put up a video. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. He's either, like, just, like, at his computer ready to ask if you want to do porn, or he's, you know, he might or just he be a, a keyboard warrior. Just... Um, there's a few people that could unsubscribe. I'm, I'm all right with them leaving. Yeah, like if if you're a hateful person, I'm sorry. The, There's just some of the comments that we get. We haven't had a death threat in a while though, so that's nice. That is nice. It's so sad that that's the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You good? I just like I I just really went. We haven't had a death like like I, oh you know what's great. We haven't had a death threat in a while. No that's fun. No one's threatened our lives. Wow. So like that's, that's so cool. fun. It's so funny that that is like I was like genuinely like happy about that. <laughs> I love that for us. That's so. Oh my god, this is such a weird job. Y'all yeah. are the best. Thank you for watching through to the end of this nonsense. Uh, we'll be back next week. We probably won't talk about Common Core. Uh, we might talk about Lord of the Rings again because who knows what's going to happen in the seven days between now and then. Oh, God. If you want more of us, subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. Hit the dislike button. Do all the engagement things to make the algorithm gods happy yeah. uh, for We Must Feed Her. You can also check out twitch.tv slash Polaris Polaris. Later today, she's going to be streaming some... What are you playing? Witcher. I'm Witcher. Uh, getting into the DLCs. Blood and Wine or uh, Fire and Blood? Fire and Blood. That's Game of Thrones. So I was like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> doing the uh, Blood and Wine uh, DLC, um, and also um, part one of the LA vlog is going to oh, be fun. going live. I just need a thumbnail. I forgot to Great. tell you. Thanks for telling me in advance. You're lucky. Uh, if you want to see the first part of the vlog from our trip to LA, go check out uh, her YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/ClarisPolaris later today mm -hmm. and as always y'all you can follow me around the internet i'm at nerdy nightly i'm here i'm there i'm everywhere uh go check out youtube.com slash java chatter uh that is the podcast i do with just jeffers games and uh claudia um i need a, and, and claudia she doesn't have like a gamer tag so it's like oh just yeah. jeffers games and claudia right. um uh go check that out we're gonna have a new episode this week and then uh Coming in the coming weeks, we're going to start doing a Clone Wars rewatch of that show, and Clarus is going to join us for that over on Java Chatter. So I'm very excited for that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sitting through all the plugs. Uh, do something nerdy tonight, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>